<laughs> is she there? <laughs> Hi, am I on? Hey, Griselle. There you go. This is the show where anything goes. <laughs> Welcome to Dear Future Grandkids. This is a show where our wonderful guests can put together a time capsule that they can play sometime in the future to their future grandkids. I'm Jen in Singapore, that's Percy in the Philippines, and of course, there's Angie in Hong Kong. I am so excited about our guest today because she arrived <laughs> and logged in for Stone Times, which makes me so excited. Today, we had the pleasure of sitting down with a guest who's a true creative octopus. Her talented tentacles extend from being a professional singer, an award-winning actress, and also the founder and chief educator at Baumhouse, a thriving community for early childhood creativity and development. She's been performing since she was just 10 years old in her native country, the Philippines, before moving to Hong Kong in 2008 to star on the Golden Mickey Show at Hong Kong Disneyland. In 2018, she took a starring role in the comedy drama Still Human and won Best New Performer at the 38th Hong Kong Film Awards. With Masters in Political Science and Early Childhood Education, now there's a combo for you. She has always been active in her support for migrant workers, the underprivileged and children. Recently, I was able to witness her magical performance when she brought the house down at the night of the musicals with the City Chamber Orchestra of Hong Kong. The SEMP wrote, a true star is born in big headlines. And despite her busy, busy schedule, she's agreed to have a chat with us about her family, her life and legacies. Proud to call her my friend. She's both the best and the worst person to go to karaoke with. The lovely and wonderful Chriselle Kinsunhi. Chriselle, welcome to the show. We're so glad you can make it. So glad to have you here. We can't wait to get started. So Chriselle, we'll do some quick fire questions so we get to know you better. Here's the thing. With that very long intro, with all of the gazillion things that you can do, you do so much. How do you introduce yourself at a dinner party? I'm Chriselle. I'm a... I don't introduce myself. There you Ooh, go. I love that. I just listen to people. It's very interesting to figure out what they're interested about with you, right? And most of the time, I find that we don't actually talk about what we do because you see people, their face value. How does this person treat me? What does this person like? Oh, we like the same drink, you know? Later on, you go online like, oh my gosh, this person is this and this person is that. And I think it's great because it becomes very spontaneous and it's very organic that way. I met Chriselle at karaoke. And of course, Chriselle is a professional singer, but I had no idea. So we met karaoke, did this cheesy, endless love, you know, the, all the duets, all the standards. And I said, you're a pretty good singer. You ought to think about singing. Chriselle being so modest and humble and down to earth just went, oh, thanks. And then... Chriselle said she works in children's education. She showed me this really cute video of her singing a song and working with her students, her little tiny kids. And I went, wow, you know, Chriselle, you really have got something in terms of camera charisma. You should think about a career and do some more YouTube or something like that, not knowing she was an award-winning feature film actress who had gone to New York, had seen her name up in lights, had gone to like a red carpet premieres. I was so embarrassing and patronizing. And Chriselle, of course, took it all in good grace, as always. Because I get that on a daily basis, right, with the parents here. Because obviously, if I'm working with the children, the focus is on the child, right? It's not about showing off. It's about what does your child need. And so I'm not about to sing twinkle, twinkle. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a twinkle, twinkle, little star, what the child needs. And on several occasions, one in particular, one of the parents told me, like, you should really consider a career in singing. And I said, oh, I'm a singer. 
And then this person said, no, 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 I really think you can make it. <laughs> it was really sweet. It was really sweet because they were really, really supportive, right? But I think it's a good thing because, you know, you perform to share, not to show off. So it's a good thing. You don't feel like you have to keep proving yourself because people just realize how good you are. I wouldn't mind hearing more of that Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. That actually goes to the next question. Can you sing us a bit of the first song you remember hearing as a child? Ooh, okay. My mother used to sing this a lot. You must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply as time goes by. So that one. So I was an old soul. Oh, lovely. Our brains will only really remember these memories like when we're two, two and a half, three actually. But in Asia, apparently it's like two and a half. So We remember it earlier. Okay. When they study children across the board around the world, apparent our neural connections in Asia, it's about two and a half years old for us to remember our earliest memories. So It must be because we remember all being smacked. <laughs> it's our parents making us remember. All Asian kids can relate to that. Remember you as a two and a half year old and the trouble that we were in? Yeah, you will remember that really well. <laughs> I think that's what happened to me. So we've gone through the first song that you remember as a child. Can you sing us a bit of the first record that you remember buying? One of the first few records I had was not something I bought. I was six or seven years old. My older cousin got me Brian Adams's cassette. Nice. We're going to stick with songs. Okay. What's a song that you would make your future grandkids listen to? The song. Oh my goodness. I think any Whitney Houston song. I love the song Miracle. Nothing should matter. Not when love grows inside you. The choice is yours. The miracle in store. So that one. I like that one. Nice. A couple of other things, but maybe the silly songs. Not Baby Got Back or something like that. What Baby Got Back? <laughs> Jen, that would bring up Baby Got Back. Jen, come on, Jen. Part of the lyrics goes, la, 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 then Baby Got Back. And then it repeats, Baby Got Back. Just ignore me, ignore me. You have to forgive Jen, his internet is working a bit too well. Yeah, <laughs> no double master's degrees here. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so from songs, let's go into movies. What movie would you make your future grandkids watch? Um, like Water for Chocolate. The Mexican film adaptation of the book by Laura Esquivel. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah, it's really pretty. Love that. I think yeah, we always need a healthy dose of imagination and craziness. We need to expose people. We need to expose children. <laughs> we need to expose ourselves to really think and not be afraid to think about crazy things. Like in the story and in the movie, the character comes out, Tia, basically washed off in a flood of tears. So very Alice in Wonderland-ish with a lot of drama. Nice. Beautiful. So what book would you introduce to them? Definitely Alice in Wonderland and maybe all the different fairy tale reimaginings, all mythological books. And maybe from a positive psychology perspective, definitely Mindset by Carol Dweck. It's about growth mindset and how failure is necessary and how we should be ready to keep failing and be willing to embrace all our mistakes in order to grow. That's a great book. Chriselle, do you have any strange habits or rituals? Because I know a lot of performers do. I have to, to motorboat a lot. What? What's that? Motorboat. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Because it's a lip trill, if you want. But yeah, my singing coach always says motorboat. I've heard this from my singer friends, but I never got to ask. What exactly does it do? It helps you tune like how much air you need to produce so that your tone is neither flat nor sharp. And it gives you an indication whether your breath is aligned with your support 
mechanism because you won't be able to consistently keep the tone or that length if you don't have that core support. But it's really hard to do because especially when you're doing a song, let's say. And you can't go. Only you, Christelle, will do motorboating Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> you just prove to us that you're an advanced civilization representative here on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I can also do it instead of a motorboat. My coach has trained me to do it in vowels. Right? No. Yes. So for think of me, because he says that if we compensate with our lips, you know, you might end up not really working on your core, on your tone. If you go, think of me, think of me fondly, you know, you're going to latch onto different parts of your lips or you're going to overcompensate. So he encouraged me to think of it as think of me. So E-A-E. So I can smooth out the tones. Wow. That's an interesting exercise. You get a lot of love, Chriselle. You have no problems with me sharing. You have problems of stopping me. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> my family would always ask me to stop. And my husband, just last night, I was singing. And he's like, why can't you just have an hour without a song? <laughs> and then he said, you have your room. And we do, because we have like we each have our own work room. He's like, lock yourself there. I don't want to hear <laughs> You're a living glee, Christelle. It's like being in a real-life glee. I wish it were appreciated, though. <laughs> there are many of us who do. Yeah. I'm glad. Whack my husband on the head for me. Yeah. We will. We will indeed. We'll send him a virtual whack. Christelle, is there anything crazy that you've done in the past year that sticks in your head? Oh, my gosh. Everything, everything this past year was a bit crazy. In March, we got embroiled in this whole quarantine situation in Hong Kong and I and a bunch of my students were sent to quarantine. You're talking about 10, 11 month old children, okay? And while we were in quarantine, you know, I get this message saying, hey, would you like to do a concert in June? And this was March. No, they told me like towards the end of March, or no, was it March or April? Something around, around that time, like April. They said, so we're supposed to fly somebody in from the UK to do a musicals concert. Would you like to do it? I'm like, yes! You know, while I'm in quarantine and crying and so stressed. And so I said, yes. And then immediately after the quarantine, we had to get the school back on track. And I was teaching basically about five to six classes a day for usually six to seven days a week. It was a marathon. And then I would fit in for the concert, like in the mornings and in the evenings. So right before classes, I'd work as early as 830 and then after, I'd work on the songs. I had like 15 songs to sing with the orchestra. So yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it was worth it though. I was in the audience. The concert was completely sold out. A friend of mine begged for tickets and my sister wouldn't give her ticket up. <laughs> Definitely the first concert I've been to since COVID. Many people had never really stepped out for a long, long time. There's all this sort of psychological release going on as well. But when Chriselle glided and truly glided into that hall, there was just this buzz in the air. I can't, you know, Hong Kong audiences aren't usually the loudest, they aren't the craziest, but there was this crazy electrifying buzz in the air and Chriselle just really, truly brought the house down. It was wonderful. Oh, thank you. This is me not having done this for 10 years. So I think it's more like pent up excitement and energy. Like, I have a chance. 
give it to me. You know? <laughs> I'm unapologetic about the things I love. I mean, I try to be modest in general. I have a realistic and practical sense of what I can and can't do. But if it's something I want to do and I love to do, I'll be like, give it to me. I don't care. <laughs> Actually, passion. I love that because, you know, you strike me in the few times that we've met as somebody who would really grab any opportunity to do what she's passionate about. And I think that's really what we're supposed to be doing. That's why we're so passionate about something. We're supposed to go the extra mile to get it done, right? I think so. so. I think it's a crime not to pursue it. You know how in the Philippines, we grew up in a very Catholic society. So we have all the Bible verses drilled in our heads. And there's this quote that no one lights a fire and puts it under a bushel basket. No one lights a lamp. Sorry, no one lights a lamp. Yeah, no one lights a lamp. Under the bushel basket. And I think that's something I've learned. I've tried to be very humble about talents and abilities. But if it's something you love and you're called to do it, I think you're being true to yourself by, by pursuing it. Before I jump into the next part, I just want to say, because you, you mentioned that I think a lot of us, especially here in the Philippines, were taught you know, to just blend in the background, be humble, be modest, don't speak out, don't stand out. But it goes against everything that we're supposed to be doing, which is share whatever your God-given gifts are, right? Yes, yes. And now hearing how well you sing, oh God, please do not, do not stop singing. Oh, thank you. We know that you're not at home and normally we like to pry. We like to look whether you have a corner of shame. So obviously we can't do that. But we're going to try something different on the show today. What's going to happen, Chriselle, is we're going to test your music knowledge. So what's going to happen is we'll take turns, Percy, Ange and I, to read you a song lyric. What you have to do is, if you could, continue from the last line and sing along and then tell us the song and if you could name the band or the singer, okay? So just going to put you on the spot. I'm sure you're ready for this, okay? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to make it as difficult as I can to not give you the melody. I'm just going to read the lyrics, okay? So here's song number one. Okay, here we go. Let me take you to the place where memberships a smiling face. Brush shoulders with the stars where strangers take you by the hand. They welcome you to Wonderland from beneath the Panamas. I don't know this. Is this supposed to be a cool song? It's a cool song. It's like the coolest <laughs> song back in, in 1984. <laughs> you probably won't know this one, but... You don't know this? No, no, no. What is it? Okay, if I give you a clue, it's from a band called Wham. George Michael, Andrew Ridgely. I don't know this one. No way. That's a classic. I gotta, I gotta play it for you next time. Okay. That's zero, zero points. Ah. It's called Club Tropicana by Wham. All right, I'll do the next one. I'll try to do this as sexy as I could because it's a very sexy song. <laughs> no, don't, don't try. Don't. This is like Barry White. Yeah. I've got gadgets and gizmos, plenty. I got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thing and bobs? I got twenty. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those. What do you call them? Oh, feet. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a little mermaid. Wow, very good. Yeah, one point. Well Yay, done. Well done. Here comes number three. But the tigers come at night with their voices soft as thunder as they tear your hope apart as they turn your dream to shame. Hey. <laughs> um, as they turn your dreams to shame. 
He slept a summer by my side. He filled my days with endless wonder. He took my childhood in his stride. But he was gone when autumn came. Oh, <laughs> I think the dream by Bublil and uh, and Schoenberg. Yeah, from Les Mis. Excellent. Two points. I say we keep going, Jen. This is great. Okay, fine. Let's keep going. One more. You ready, Chriselle? Uh -huh. Okay, here we go. My loneliness is killing me, I must confess. I still believe. When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Uh, you want me to sing it in her voice? Yeah. Hit me, baby, one more time. Yeah. I think <laughs> Britney Spears. Yes. <laughs> I can't do her voice really well, but um but yeah. You did it really well. I can already see the pigtails. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was very popular. Well done, Chriselle. So at the end of the day it's not about points, but you got three out of four. And you know what? This can only be one winner, so it's Chriselle. Chriselle, now this I know this seems impossible, having seen everything that you can do. By any chance, is there anything in your you know, gazillion skills, that's actually pointless. I don't even know if this is the same. I have a relatively good memory. I tend to remember things that are not important or not necessary. It's like I never shook it out of my head. When we studied the periodic table in high school, I just always say hydrogen, helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, oxygen, fluorine, neon. So things like what? that. Are those in sequence? Yeah, the first 10 elements. Or, for example, I remember songs from musicals I've done, like, since I was 10. You know, and it's kind of weird because I'm so worried that one day when I do get to see my dear future grandkids, and let's say for whatever reason I have dementia or something, I would start sprouting songs from musicals. My first musical was when I was 10, and um, it was a professional musical by Repertory Philippines, and it's Evita. And it's sung through show, right? Like Evita goes, to think that man as famous as you are would love a poor little nothing like me. And I'm so worried that one of these days, you know, in the future, I'll just be like, I'll just surprise my grandkids by singing that or Into the Woods. Like mother said, straight ahead, not to delay or be misled. I should have heeded her advice, but he seemed so nice. Or the, the children's musicals have done. Eat an egg for breakfast and you can't go wrong. Scrambled fried or sunny side to make you grow up strong. Eat an egg for breakfast with milk or whole wheat bread. Plain or toast would feel like close to know that you're well fed. So, you know, <laughs> I might end up doing these jingles. We love it. Yeah, but your future grandkids will love you anyway. That would be amazing. My mom had Alzheimer's before she passed away. And it was the music that she continued to remember. I mean, she forgot our name. She was not able to communicate anymore, even forgot the recipes. But whenever uh, she hears a song, she can actually hum and sometimes even remember the lyrics to it. That actually never went. It's not, I won't even say that's the last one to go. That never went. So she would remember songs all the way to, to the end. I think that's something that we're discovering now. Like our partners in the U.S. with Kinder Music International are actually spearheading you know, different areas of research and practice. While you're doing music and movement for toddlers, you can do it also at the same time with the elderly. When they're with the toddlers, they can react and, and interact and communicate. You know, there's a whole body of research now with how music aids with people with Alzheimer's. So I think in the future then, everybody would just have to sing songs to me to remember. <laughs> that would be the best. If I start singing, my future grandkids would just all run away.
A hundred percent. That's my pointless skill. Oh, it's a good skill. When I sing, I clear the room. So clubs pay me a lot of money to do that. <laughs> Chriselle, we're going to pivot a bit in this part of the show. And early on, you mentioned about your family. You told us you have a huge family. But is there a life lesson or motto that you've learned from them? Maybe have less children and then it's less chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe um, there's enough drama in the family. So don't seek it outside. <laughs> <laughs> Those who come from big families can relate to that. I come from a big family. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a living TV series every day. It's so funny. And you're married to Carlson, aren't you? He's very talented. Yeah, he's um he's German, which really makes an interesting match. Our cultures are so different. I learned so much from him. <laughs> I've changed a lot, I think. He was even saying like, you know, the Philippine culture and the German culture is like polar opposites. Is there something specific that Carlston has changed your mind about in a good way, you think? Just being very practical. Being able to defend your boundaries, your personal boundaries. I think it's something that I hadn't really thought about growing up. But from his perspective, I guess it's a very Western perspective. You know, say what you mean, you mean what you say, and stand for it. And I think that was very important because a big part of the Philippine culture is about saving face, right? Or helping others save face. And Carlston's like, well, what is that going to do to you? You have to do what you need to do for yourself. And that's worked really well, I think. Christelle, well, we've come to this part of the show where we ask our guests to leave a meaningful voice message to someone special. And if we get a reply, it will be great to hear what the reply is. Okay, maybe I'll give one to Karsten. Hi, Karsten. I don't want to be cheesy. So instead, I'll just say that I really, really enjoy this new daily dose of corny jokes that we've been having. I really, really look forward to tomorrow's corny joke. Love you. Bye. Oh, that is so sweet. He leaves you corny jokes. Yeah, so today his joke was, what is Batman's favorite fruit? What? Banana, I love it. Yesterday his joke was, he came up to me first thing in the morning. I was a bit grumpy because I had to go to work earlier. And he said, Chriselle, I'm really glad that you helped me understand what many means. It means a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. I know it's so bad, right? I put it on my stories yesterday and I shared it on Facebook. Some people actually said, hey, I'm sharing this. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) You kind of need that humor. And we've gone through a lot together because we went through six years now of having the business together and doing the startup. And I remember people telling me that you know, this can make or break you. And actually, they weren't saying make or break you. They were saying, this breaks marriages. <laughs> and Carson's not a sentimental person. One time I actually heard him tell somebody that he's so thankful for this experience because how many people get to live and work with their partners every day? Fantastic. Chriselle, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's been amazing. We could listen to you all day, listen to you sing as well. But unfortunately, we somehow have to close the show and we want to close this lid on this video time capsule that we're helping you create for your future grandkids. So you get to leave a message. What would you want to say to your future grandkids? Dear future grandkids, make mistakes, make lots of mistakes. I am such a failure in so many ways. If you look at me right now, I make so much more mistakes and triumphs and wins. So hopefully by the time you exist, 
I would have succeeded in reaching a lot of my other dreams and goals. So now you can see me and see that at the end of the day, I'm broken. I make mistakes. I learn every day. And if that's not a good enough encouragement for you to keep going, then then I don't know what is. Oh, nice message. And they will get to see this in the future. I hope so. Yes, we'll make it happen. Christelle, there's a question that I just want to read from Kawaii Dana. She asks, what song do you want to hear every time you enter or walk into a room? Good question. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. That's a really good question, Kawaii Dana. Wow. It's got to be, come on, Christelle. It's got to be Gloria Gaynor, right? I have a couple of things. Like my unabashed, unapologetic song is Pretty Woman. Ah, <laughs> that's your anthem. But of course... I think you should do We Are The Champions. That would be nice. <laughs> um, I Will Survive, yes, by Gloria Gaynor. I've been listening to uh, This Is Me. Yeah, great song. And Come Alive. They're from the same movie. The Greatest Showman is amazing. It's on the same vein as what we were saying, Percy, that you know you should be unapologetic about your gifts. Come alive, come alive. Come go and light your light, you. And make it shine so bright, reaching up to the sky. Something like that. But I think, yeah, entrance song, wouldn't you just like a bum, bum, bum or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also Sprat Dara Sutra, you know. Ta -da, ta -da, ta -da. <laughs> you know what Jen's uh, entrance song is? It's Baby Got Back. Let's ask Ange. What is your entrance song, Ange? Uh, Disco Inferno. Oh, okay. Burn, baby, burn. burn. Disco Inferno, burn, baby, burn. Yeah, big time. On repeat, volume 20. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. Again, Giselle, thank you very much. And thank you to everybody who watched the show, all the comments. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Once again, this has been Dear Future Grandkids. I'm Jen. That's Percy. That's Ange. And our wonderful, amazingly talented guest, Chriselle. Thank you so much. And thanks for watching. Take care. See you the next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Well, that was some episode, both magical and musical. Listening to Chriselle singing takes us back to our own Disney days. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to watch the full video interview on the Idea First Company's YouTube and Facebook pages. You'll get to see more Chriselle, as well as her very interesting and slightly freaky fake baby, her years and years worth of journals, and so much more. And stay updated with the show by following us on the socials. We're at Dear Future Grandkids and at The Idea First Company on Instagram and at The Idea First underscore co on Twitter. And we would love it if you could leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So until the next episode, remember, don't be afraid to make and learn from your mistakes just like Chriselle. Bye.